podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. LFC Day Trippers, brought to you by bookmakers.com. Good evening, Wilts Full Time Reds. It's me, Chris Brackett, him, Neville Sullivan. I finished Leeds 1, Liverpool 6. Kev, we won an away game. Yeah, not just one and away game. We were convincing. Uh, We were really good on the night and dominated the ball and put in a performance. You get a performance, you'll get a result. This season is mad, though, isn't it? We we can't score against any of the bottom six all season away from home. So we put six passes today. And I think, so I've just put the stats up, I think it's the first time in 100 years Liverpool have scored scored six-plus goals in four games in the same season. And you're thinking, it's just a mental season, is it? But performance-wise, you know, really, really good. It's literally, apart from one brain fart, that's about it, it really. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think, look, we'll get into the whole lot of it in a bit. It was definitely one to go, go one to enjoy because it's one of those performances that we haven't had anywhere near enough of this season. But, you know, you take your win, Derek, they're side fighting, scrapping to stay in the league. So they're never going to be easy games. And I thought we managed that pretty much perfectly, bar one brain fart. You yeah. know, we did we we did we that that could have been a banana skin. Really yeah, good. Given our away performance, given the fact that we don't score and haven't been beating sides in the bottom six, haven't been scoring enough goals, haven't been fluid in any mm. of the way that we've been playing. We needed that. We desperately needed that. And we needed that to finish the season, to start. Mm-hmm. To oh, you're still there. And still there. Yeah. We're doing this again, are we? Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, you reset, did, you're my, doing, you're doing I reset my thingy as well. That's <laughs> all right. There we go. So, Michael Reed, uh, LFC statistician. That's the most times we've scored six plus. Goals of a season uh, since 1963-64. Only the 1895 and 1896 season, we scored more. We've scored six goals plus more, which was seven in that season. So, yeah, you know, these are some things you don't see all the time. Just unfortunately, because the season's been so inept. You know, yeah. it's, it's mad, been one right? of them, isn't it? What did you think <laughs> of the lineup when it came out? Because look, he went unchanged from the Arsenal one. Uh, yeah. I thought this might have been the game where he put Nunes in instead of Jota, only because Jota's done quite a few games back-to-back. And I did wonder maybe would Thiago get a start because Henderson and Fabinho have done quite a few back-to-back games. But as you rightly said to me, they haven't played for eight days and it's one game a week now to end the season. So maybe it's just more of a keep the same 11 while they're bedding in this new system. Because uh, the way they're playing... This system where Trent on the ball becomes part of the double pivot, but off the ball becomes a right back, is what Arsenal do with Zinchenko and what City have been doing for years with Kat Walker. So that seems to be the maybe that's the tactical evolution we're going for. I knew me was saying in the summer, depending on who we buy, maybe this is where you know Henson drops out and this is where Graham Birch or a Mount or whoever we're going to buy, that's where they slot in. So maybe that's just the way of doing it. Yeah, but, I think- but that only works. If you have someone of Karate's pace and ability at, at right back, at times you, you're going almost to, almost to a back three. 
So you've got to have a, a set of like who's comfortable one on one defending and has got some pace about it, which Matip can't do. You no. can't play, you can play this with Matip because he get killed for pace all the time. Just, that's just his game, you know. Yeah, it's one of those. I think this system is so dependent on Trent. It doesn't work without Trent and it doesn't Trent. work without Matip. Or sorry, without Ibu Kanate. I watched when I was. When, we were watching Ibu and we were slightly linked. Um, watched a lot of Leipzig and I watched him play right back and I watched him play right centre back in a three. And he was really, really good at it. You know, to it, it, he found it really natural. But to for Trent to play in that six, because he commits to it so early in the build up, it's like, okay, we've got the ball. I'm going into the six. This is the way it's going to happen. It's not like it's um, we'll wait until the ball is past the halfway line and then I'll drift into the six. It's like, no, I'm going into the six and don't lose the ball. Yeah. You know, it is literally that. Don't lose the ball in a stupid area and make me look like an idiot. Um, Which is and it puts honest, pressure, the, it puts the first pressure half on hour, everyone else. The first half hour against Arsenal, that's where we were giving it away softly. Yeah. And to us, the first 10 minutes of the first half today, we did the same thing, silly giveaways, and that's where it caught us out. Um, it'd be interesting how, how we adapt that, that formation against a better side than Leeds, um, because Trent played a lot of the game as a double, as a double pivot. We had 75% of the ball, so it was nice, but he didn't, he didn't have to defend very often. When he did, he did fine. But yeah. Jones wasn't going like, he didn't but, need to, because at times, it was like a front five, you know? Yeah. But Curtis Jones at, and Hensel were so far forward, or Trent went forward, and it, it allowed us to overpower them eventually. It, but this, it did probably take half hour to settle it down, I would say. This is it. It's the overall picture. If you look at the game and the overall picture, we dominate the ball because of the system that we were playing. And if Leeds, or anyone who we play, decide to go, okay, we'll play you man-to-man and we'll stick someone wide up on the, um, up on the wing and force someone to stay back, We'll pick you off. Anytime, anytime, yeah, anytime leads step out with the ball or to try to press in any way, you've got the overload in the middle of the park and you're creating it everywhere. It's mental how dominant this formation can be, but it's so specific or dependent on the sorry, dependent on the players that are playing in it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a brilliant formation. It's a brilliant setup, but you have to have buy-in from everyone. And I think that's a large reason today why Jota started over Darwin because of Jota's ability to press off the ball. He's been doing it longer at Liverpool. He's been doing it longer yeah. at Liverpool, so he, know, he, you know, he knows it. Jota's still got to learn that a little bit. Yeah, it. I think that's probably... And Gakpo, it's just natural to his game. The amount of times that Jota and Gakpo and Salah were pressing the ball high up the pitch... Fabinho snapping into tackles and winning the ball high out the pitch. Same with Henderson, same with Jones. We won the ball in good areas, and that takes bravery and commitment, buy-in from everyone. Once everyone buys into it, I could see this flourish. I could see us flourishing under this with this way of playing. But we, it comes it, with it, a real risk. Because you know, if we if we played that sort of bravery away at Chelsea, you might have got more than the points out of it. Because Chelsea, have, yeah. Chelsea had, were there to be got out defensively, but I think. You could tell, tell the manager it was just get through City and Chelsea, and then he's obviously targeted. This is the run where he's going to try this new formation. But well, we'll we'll, we'll know next season because Trent's not going to play every game next season. So how do you do? 
how do you do it when he's not there? You know, yeah. And that's you know maybe have a different way of playing when Trezor. Like like we've always we've said we need a way of playing and being dominant when we don't have a Tiago. This way we've done it, it kind of works. Admittedly, it's a small pool of yeah. games. It's literally two games, so we have to temper I mean, that with. We'll see how it goes. The game started. I mean, we dominated the ball without, and it was you'd often well, see it, it was like we were passive, but we were managing the game, but we were kind of passive in it. But it was it was passive. It was all, no purpose, was it? it yeah, was very but sloppy. it was always designed to draw leads out. Leads were quite happy. You know, they'll sit in their two banks of four, the two strikers ahead of the in front of the midfielders and say, break us down. And we were saying, no, you come out. And, mm. you know, they got a couple of, like, they had to want the, the free the, kick. And they had the, the Rodrigo header, wasn't it? Header. But other which, than to, that... Which he should, he should do better with. It's not he should a great do better, header. But, uh, yeah. minute, but other than minute, that, we, were, we weren't in under any threat at all, really. Because a couple of minutes later, Mo has the exact same chance and also should do better. But you kind of felt, up until the goal, you were sort of going... You and me were both messaging each other saying, like, we're comfortable on the ball. They look a bit more risky on the break because of the, the pace they've got there. But we said, like, we haven't really created anything. We're just sort of yeah. like, you know, playing the just, game. Kept, just playing the game, you know. It's sort of killed, it's been a dead game, really. Um, and then the goal, Trent actually picks it up uh from a pass from a pass out wide, but he picks it up in an where you expect the right back to be, really. It wasn't like in a centre mid position, it was a right back position. Uh, he loses the ball, so he charges it down. It does it his arm. We can't yeah. deny it. It does. Canago reckoned his arm comes out, but he said it's like he's turning because he thinks the ball's going to hit him in the face and it just hits him. But ref doesn't see it or assume must think it's accidental. Gives it to Mo. Mo plays a nice pass back to Trent's cross, nice easy tap in for Gakpo. He's getting quite likes a little tap in one. Yeah. Uh, so it's a VAR, it can't be ruled out because it's too far back, it's not. And the rule is, he doesn't handball it and then pass it straight away to cause the goal. He doesn't handball it in. So that rule's been there for a little while, so it was yeah. never going to get ruled out. You know, that it's for the referee to see it. Exactly. And it was one of those well-worked moves that it just flowed. And the, the game needed a goal. And to be honest, I'm, I'm glad we got it because... The way the game was, the way the game was going, if we'd have ended up going one nil down, having to chase that, it would have been, it would have been difficult. But the fact that we got the, we got the first goal, uh, it, it forced leads into something, and the fact that they had to try to react, and the fact that we got the second one right after it, you know, within I think two or three minutes, with, with the. Uh, the second one, yeah, the first one on 35, the second one on 39. And again, it was the assist. Diogo Jota wins it back, makes a break. And Mo finds himself central. And I think the centre-back stutters on his run, doesn't know whether the... He thinks Jota's going to go in yeah. and, go in and hit so, it. So he, go, he goes to follow Jota and leaves Mo. But you may have said, it's very rare you see Mo left side, on the left side, coming onto his left foot. He's always cutting Coming onto his left foot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he, great, he didn't he didn't smash it either. He just like saw the space and just hit it into the goal. It it wasn't like a a bang it and hope and hope or anything like that. It was it was just a good finish away from the keeper and two nil. You're like thank you. I was just like okay, breathe. You relax a bit now because yeah. 
it got to about I remember the game, it, it got to 43 minutes. And from 43 minutes until the referee blew the whistle, we kept the ball. Yeah, very very uh, little of a couple of years ago where we were accused of being boring and just said like all we do is just kill the game. Yeah. What city you get used to get accused of? That's kind of what we need to do. Kieran said there, and he, Kieran's dead right. Jota was woeful in that first half. Oh, he, he was doing he could, his edit. He couldn't, he, he couldn't pass a ball two yards, and the, the one time, <laughs> the one time he does, he sets the goal up. Yeah, but I it think was like, his, his pressing was good and his work rate was good. He's yeah. just he had a brain fart to near the ball, and that's yeah. where some of the chances came from was him. Oh, um, but it giving the ball passes. away. Yeah, but um, the good thing is that's another record for Mo. 107 Premier League goals now of his left foot, which is now a Another record that he's broken, overtook Robbie Fowler at 106. So, you know, he just keeps keep breaking records. You know, I mean, listen, I'd never heard of anyone talking about that record in my life until neither that. It just flashed it up, and I went, "All oh, right, okay, fair enough." Yeah. <laughs> I assumed somebody else had more. You know, you yeah. generally do. And you're like, "Oh, okay." So but it's, again, like, it's just it's just another thing you see. It's like, okay, fair enough. It's I, like, I was uh, just delighted with how with how we dis- how we managed to get to halftime. Yeah. We didn't have to go helter-skelter and try and get a third and kill it off. It was like, okay, there's two minutes to halftime. It's, okay, didn't they announce two what... minutes at a time? Yeah. <coughs> and we literally about... just managed the ball, managed the game. Think about brilliant. the other way. Arsenal away, we got it to 1-1, and we put every man forward. Yeah. Oh, got to get the second before half-time. You probably don't. I think it's more of a confidence thing, and we got stumped mm. by it. So, you know, Kieran B yeah. say, why is Nunes not starting? I can't see why he dropped the front three that starts against Arsenal because they, they did the job. Um, I think Nunes is possibly not fully fit anyway. I do I do think there's a I think that shoulder issue he's got is, st- is still a thing. But ultimately, this is what you want. You want a squad, you want to be able to rotate, which for the attack we can and for defence we can. It's just the guys in the, in the middle, middle can't do that. Can. Uh, we and... will talk about someone in the middle because there is somebody in the middle who... Gets a lot of over the top shit, and actually, Jones had a really good game again. And yeah, look, he was very... three game. He's started three games on a run, which is that's a while since we've seen Jones start back to back games, let alone three in the bounce. And look, that was always my big concern with Jones: is can you keep him fit? Because if you keep him fit, he's a handy squad player. And today, yeah. he came in, did his job. Um, you know, he gets he gets an, he gets some nice assists. Work, you know. Did everything else, did all the dirty work, and I think didn't hold the ball as much as he normally is accused of. He got a bit crisper with the ball, but I wonder, is he a bit crisper with the ball because he's back to back to back, so he's in a flow? You know, some players maybe just need the rhythm of, they can't do one game in, don't play for six months. You know, partly that is on him, because he can't stay fit, but, you know, that's what you kind of need. Uh, it's It's always nice to see Trent have a good game, and Stick it to the uh, ridiculous punditry I've seen about him at the moment because some of the punditry I've seen about Trent now is quite personal. It's just literally, can I find anything to dig him out on? You know, we were literally told last week he couldn't play with his back to goal in centre mid, and he's just done. He's just done it today, so he can. You know, he no can, talk Eddie. of no talk of Reese James, who's had a nightmare month and has been rinsed playing as a wing back with more cover. You know. Same with Zinchenko. He's been rinsed a couple of games running, not done well, not a mention. Clearly, because Trent look, Trent drives clicks. We all we all know the game, but 
it's quite nice to see, you know, that bit of confidence coming into him as well. And we got to halftime, and all I said, I put out a tweet at halftime and I said, look, just manage the game. Don't do anything stupid. You were cursing me because I <laughs> I said you were stat I was on the telly. He said something like it was something like 110 games Liverpool have had a two-goal lead and they've only drawn four and won the rest. And they said yeah. and then it came up last 40 games, Liverpool led two and a half time. They've won all 40. So I said to you, do not for stupid the first 15 minutes. We should be laughing. Fuck's sake. Literally, <laughs> literally two minutes. And to be fair to him, he had a good game. But it's a proper brain fart. Like you said, it's not the best pass back to it. It was a ridiculous. He's, it got was, so, he's got so much time to still get rid of it. Those, you, he's got no idea what's around him. Yeah, it's almost one of those things that you do in a training game. And it's like, I can't believe you just passed this ball back to me here. Are you stupid? Mm. It's like, okay, I'll just go and get it and I'll just regroup. And they forgot the fact that those two players pressing him. You know, they don't know. And the opposite side, away from away from goal, onto Ibu's right-hand side for him to clear it up the line. It was a bad pass back to him. Saying that, you turn, you play, it to, yeah, you play it to Alisson. You do what Virgil back. would do, is play it out. Yeah, or Virgil would <coughs> play out, or he just ping it to the far corner yeah. and just go, there'll Get be a winger or something. Or, 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 if I give it away, I give it away. Miles from goal, but look, he's a young centre back. It's a brain fart. Let's be honest. I think I tweeted it out. Said that's standard Liverpool this season. How many brain farts do you need at defence? Yeah. And it's not Canate because Canate's done it, Van Dijk's done it, Trent's done it, Robbo's done it. The whole back line, Allison, they've all had brain farts this year. It's just yeah, it's been a season for it. So, but you the difference, like, oh, the difference today is the reaction. The I difference today was the, the reaction. two goal cushion helps. You, we most of those brain farts have happened. And you go one nil down, you're like, oh fucking hell. You know, yeah. that's the problem. At least there wasn't a panic. And we've yeah. seen it. I mean, we've seen it with Arsenal two games running now. They've done a break far, gone two, got it to two one, and they've panicked. Yeah. And it's gone two two. Um, but the third goal, it's a great pass by uh, oh, Jones. Jones. Lovely pass. It was a lovely and pass because the, the easy pass was out to Mo. The safe pass. But, yeah. Yeah, but it was out to Mo going away from goal where he'd have to check back. Where the vision to see the pass and to weight it perfectly. That was just. Do you remember the assist that Henderson did with the outside of his foot? I think it was last season of the season. Yeah. It was very similar to that. Where he just. Joss doesn't have to do anything. He knows the finish. It's yeah. it, it almost like it just telegrams him what you're going to do. Yeah. And listen. He's had a shitter of a year in front of the goal. It was nice to finally get the monkey off the back that, look, there's your goal. Because he goes on the radar. In the year he's not scored, only Mo has assisted more goals than Jota. Yeah. And part of the reason, look, he's not scored goals because he's been injured and he's played a lot wide left now. He doesn't seem to be playing from the middle as much. Gap proceedings have took that position off him. So it is reducing his opportunities. But he needed, you could tell, you could see the relief. We also could see the relief of his teammates is. He's got it done. That's what he yeah. wants, and it was a crucial goal. It wasn't. It wasn't the sixth, which is nice to get. It's. It's the one that you go right. This stops now. We've got back to the two goal lead. We we stopped the game now. This is it. We we kill the game. Yeah. And I was just kind of hoping for a nice, simple. Okay, three nil, three one. We just see it out now. Just pass it round. Manage it. We just kept going. We just kept, kept going. going. 
And, and but the thing is, I think a lot of the pro, a lot of the thing that happened was leads kept coming, and instead of saying okay, we ship five against Palace, we're three one down, we're not going to concede anymore. If we get anything, fine, we can reassess it at three two, but don't concede anymore. And on comes the rest. Then on comes the yeah. answer. Because by the by the time this one goes in, we were just having fun. Yeah, because I think um, yeah, Leeds then had a couple of half chances. There's one, I think, at 5-1 where there's a big block by Ibu, which is quite nice to see because he had yeah. a big block at 5-1. And I think the winger stood him up and he, you know, I think if someone that big, you don't expect to be that quick. Mm. And he just does it. And then we go and we go for there. So, sorry, Paul. And then you keep to, I know I'm getting taller for interrupting you, Kev. Sorry. <laughs> You're all also, right, mate. Yeah. What you also can't realise, Paul, is Kev's internet keeps cutting out every two seconds. Yeah, I'm on a delay, so... Yeah, so... Pipe down, Paul. Bloody hell. Yeah, relax, chance. <laughs> Go on, then. You talk through the fourth. Relax, mate. Which one was the fourth? The fourth was... Salah's second. Salah's second. You're going to have to remind me now, because I don't remember it at all. I think That's that might have been when my, when my internet cut out. Um, well, we thought Salah got a fourth... Um, Trent does a clever free kick to Virgil, puts it across. Oh, goal. yeah, yeah, Virgil yeah. Is ju- he's just offside, and he's just offside, which is frustrating. Uh, but then the fourth one is it's the breakaway down to Robbo, cuts it into Gakpo. Gakpo, lovely pass. To oh, Salah, that one, yeah. Slots it. He's a very that's the breakaway Liverpool goal we've seen. Loads that, that, yeah, lovely. but that goal is all about Robertson. The because hmm. he he knocked the ball past stroke at pace, he just does him. And to have that composure then, to slow yourself down, to get the cut back right. Gakpo's chest it, one touch and out was brilliant. But for me, that goal was all about Robertson. And most slots of the way, it was, it was a lovely finish. But the work, because it was one of the rare occasions that Robertson, in this formation, in this system, it was very rare to see Robertson go overlapping down that left-hand side. And... It could be a way of extending his Liverpool career because he's he it turns thirty. Be. He turns thirty. So actually, if we do this formation where he picks and chooses his runs a bit more, yeah, saves the pace in your legs. Uh, I mean, look, I, I know I'm not always as big as that. I can't. I could never see Simicast doing the right side of, of a of a back of three. three. Uh, but maybe that's the evolution of if you want to rest Trent is not quite the same, but you can all say you put Simicast and just bomb and bomb and bomb because that's what we're good at. And you tell a Gomez or a whoever the new centre-back is to be a bit more tucked in on the right. But one of the beauties of this system is, yes, you get Trent into midfield with his passing range. Hmm. You also give Virgil time on the ball in the middle to ping passes left and right. And you also have Robertson's passing from deep as well. Hmm. So you've got options that if, okay, if you press the guy on the ball, he's got three options every time. Whether he pings it into Fabinho on the six and back out to Van Dijk and out to Robertson and they play it that way. Or they play it into Fabinho, back to Canate, out to Trent and go along that way. It's it's really difficult for everyone to press unless you overcommit. And if you overcommit, you've still got three forwards in front and all it takes is one pass and they're in. Because you've still got the two, the two centre mids taking up wider roles, coming from out to in to meet with the three forwards. You know, it's a seriously brave formation, 
the the more they work on it and the more confident they get in it is only going to reap rewards for everyone. Yeah. What do you think about Gakpo playing through the middle? Because I love it. If we go if we go online, quite a lot of saying it doesn't work, we don't like it. Um why why isn't Nunes starting? Why isn't this starting? I'm sort of going most times I've seen him play that for me, it looks like it works. He's sort of a Bobby Light, you know. But yeah. there'll be other games where you don't need a Bobby Light. You need more of a physical, pacey central option, which is then Gap, which yeah. is then Nunes. Is it in my head? Is it is it just horses for courses a little bit? And I think it could be. But the, the other side of it is, you look at all of the forwards that we have; they all offer you something different. Uh, there's some similarities with all of them. They've all, they're all quick on the ball. They're all. When they they're all confident on the ball and they all want the ball, but some like Darren Nunes pacing behind and strengthening the air is really good. Gakpo's strength is coming to the ball, taking it and turning with it and drawing other people to him. He's to, a lot to be able to a, ping it off. He's very Bobby like in that. Jota he's, he's is a, an absolute. He's a lot better. He's a lot better keeping the ball as well, isn't he? Because one of yeah, the things is. one of the things about Gakpo was he gave the ball. One of the things about his possession stats was he gave the ball away a lot. Mm. Which you did think, well, that's not really a Bobby style, is it? Because that's not yeah. Bobby's game as he keeps the ball. But maybe that was more because of how he was asked to play for PSV. It was take more risks. Maybe that's not, you know, his more natural game is to keep the ball a bit better. But like you said, Kev, it was a thing we were accused of for a couple of years is outside of Origi, all of our lads do the same thing. Yeah. They're all brilliant, yeah. but they're all fairly similar. So this makes I mean, the thing is, is probably quite good. At our best, with Sadio... Bobby and Mo Salah as a front three. It picked itself. Mm. And the more seasons that it played together, the runs were the same. It was it was just nobody could stop them until eventually Father Time stepped in and slowed it down a little touch. And sides started to read the runs a bit better. They started doubling up either side, stopped the space. And once they stopped the space, it stifled them. And it, that's when we started to see the decline in, in Sadio Mane. The fact that for the year before he left, he really struggled playing wide because he couldn't go past the fullback. He couldn't. He didn't have that breakneck speed to go past see, the player. So I've seen that a little bit of Bayern now because Bayern yeah. decided to still play him wide left, which you kind of feel like <laughs> yeah. if you watch his last year for us, the best six months he had for us in his last season were playing as a Through nine. the middle, yeah. And, and, then we had, and we had raw pace and Diaz. Exactly. You know, so, it, it's just one of them. But the way this side is going to evolve, it almost indicates now, when you look to the summer, to the type of players that you're going to be looking to play within this kind of a system, just for argument's sake, you look at what a Mason Mount can do in that role that Jordan Henderson played. And Henderson was very good again tonight. But you look at what a Mason Mount can offer you in that role. He can do that role. You know, that kind of inside forward who tucks back into an eight when it's off the ball and can d defend and do 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 that leg work. But going forward, he has that cleverness about his game. It's those kind of players. If you're looking at signing McAllister, McAllister can do that role. You know, so... And then Gravenberch could, is a bit of a jack-of-all-trades and he could can cover supplement left, both. could cover right. Yeah. He can play as a six because yeah. that's kind of 
what's the Ajax way, isn't it? You know, if you play yeah. midfield, you play everywhere. That's kind of exactly. what you need to do. It's, um, I mean, there's one of the comments there uh, about Gakpo uh, is from AP Cooney. Uh, Gakpo has a lovely balance, but lacks conviction at the minute. Once he gets that, he's going to be excellent. This is the thing. The, Gakpo has still only been in the club for five minutes. Yeah, you know, but he, he's still learning. Learning the tr- that's probably the bear in mind. Leeds wanted him. You know, Leeds they'd met him, they'd made the offer. You know, Leeds were desperate to get him. Man United, so he, and, Man United and, too. Yeah, you can but, see how he fits the United side quite comfortably. Yeah, he's never ever played Ellen Road before. This is all new to him, and it's he's still learn in brand new surroundings, learning the league, learning the style of play, and then all of a sudden, we've changed it. So everyone is learning. And the thing is, if we stick with this between now and the end of the season, finish the season strong, you can bounce into next season then on the strength of what you're doing now. But this result tonight, as good as it is, and it's a fantastic result, is only as good as the game against Forest at the weekend. If we don't back this up against Forest at the weekend, we're back to square one and pulling our hair out again. Yeah, Jake uh, Simpson said that earlier. He said, can we back it up? Because that's sort of been what we haven't done with these big wins. Yeah. Beat Bournemouth, back up with a draw. Beat United 7-0, backed it up with one one draw and three losses. We just didn't yeah. back it up. We know we can't do that. Cause the only reason I'm thinking we might back this one up is because the next game's at Anfield. You know, our other two big wins in the Premier League were, were home big home win, then it's an away. So you'd like to think... Because it's uh, a help. There's that. And there's also the fact that this time now you look at the options that we had on the bench today. It was, mm. you know, I mean, granted, Klopp made the changes late, but in fairness, none of the players that were on the pitch looked like they, you know, they were always having fun in games. None, none of them looked like they wanted to come off or needed to come off. Mm. So the fact that you were able to bring on Firmino, Darwin, Luis Diaz come on and got 15 minutes. Uh, Milner come on and he got a good ovation. And Tiago comes on for a cameo at the end. You know, that's depth. But then you, you look at that. For, but for Forrest, we could just do that. We could just go, Tiago in for Henderson, give Henderson legs a rest. Uh, Nunes in for one of the front three, maybe Jota. Yeah. And you go, and then you go again. Elliot can come in for Jones, and yeah, you know, you go I sort again. of feel, I sort of feel with Jones at the moment because he because he's in such good form the last two three, two three games that he's played. I kind of feel like we just need to ride that out, and I I do wonder with Elliot he's not featured at all now in three straight games. I do wonder because he's played so much. Yeah, he's, he's I been this season massively. Sports science wise, they've all gone like it's. Maybe this is caught up with him. And he, look, he's only a kid. He's only 19. So yeah. they're probably thinking, if we can, let's protect him. Yeah. Um, especially while, to be fair, Jones has took his spot uh, while he's rested him, and he's took his opportunity. So, And that's all you can ask of a young player when you come <coughs> in is, you know, put your hand up, grab the shirt, and do something. His first appearance back, you could tell he hadn't played a game in yeah. anger for months. And Chelsea wait. Chelsea yeah. not an easy first game back. To no, but he was he was tentative on the ball and his decision making was slightly off it. He was better against Arsenal, but Arsenal are top of the table for a reason. And to, he didn't dwell on it. He 
was as good a performance as I've seen from midfield three for a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, someone put here like um, Elliot can't play an eight for us. I think he can play an eight for us in the way we're doing this formation because the eight where Hens was playing is you were told to almost play as a front four player. So that plays to his strengths. When yeah. we're asking him to try to do the donkey work, that's still a thing he's got to learn. That's part of his thing. Uh, loads of things spit it out, Kev. I think you froze out. <laughs> but but I didn't want to interrupt you because, like the rest of these, I fucking hell, don't, don't be accused of interrupting you again. You know, even when you're mid pause, yeah. you know, no, you just I, never I know. I don't know do what's going on, man. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. But so let's talk about the, the fifth, the fifth goal, which was Jota's second. Um, I don't think it was the cleanest hit he's ever done in his life, but do you know what? He's had no luck. So one, you don't hit cleanly and it still gets in the bottom corner. Because actually, uh, Melier actually played, to be fair, quite well. He, just had, no, he had no protection. He had no chance. But he had Nothing no he chance. Do. He had no chance with any of them. But the build-up play for that goal, the triangles that we were playing, just to create create the space... It was like you were in their final third and it was keep ball. It was a keep ball session in their final third. And it was quick triangles around to manoeuvre them into a position. Henderson got the ball, played it across and bang. It was a beautiful goal. It was a beautiful goal. Yeah. Uh, and then all oh, subs came on that. All four of yeah. them. So brand new front three, you know, not bad. Great to see Diaz back. You know, we uh, missed that's, him. That's massive. Massive, yeah. and the fact he came back, he came in on the right, but it was a free roll. Yeah, it's just yeah, a, you know, one fellow went through. Which I'll be honest, while he didn't like it, I think for Diaz, you've got to he get at least one. You, you need one of them to sort of. You don't want you don't want people going through. You know, as in like he's felt a hard, uh, an over top tackle, got up and go. Well, I'm all right, because that's how you know, don't you? The those sort of injuries until you get a whack, you, you fully know you're back in. It. Klopp said he's fit. But he's not match, match but he needs he needs matches now. So there's a, yeah. he's he's fit as he can be without but he needs to play. You know, yeah. listen, that could be just a bit of a wild card for the last nine games is <laughs> Nunes uh, Diaz keep going on, going on, going on. It'd be great. What's the matter with it? Oh, that's a comment there. Oh, let me go back to it. Um oh, Who's where it? is it? Something about Dicko. The aliens gave Dicko back. No, they're after Kev. That's why his Wi-Fi is interference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know, Ray Dickens, Ray Dickel's uh, internet issues are legendary. With his big light uh, behind his head, so it looks like he's being possessed. <laughs> that's the that's the other thing that's so funny with Ray Dickel. Yeah. Uh, and then Darwin gets his goal. You know, play through, playing on the shoulder, nice touch, calmly slots it. Yeah. Basically, everything he didn't do. At home to Arsenal, so he has got that in his game, and he's still learning. But that—that's the sort of position he's got into then when he's blasted it. it he's got him, He's got. He's got to improve his finishing. Um, it's bad it's enough good. this season, really, with the amount of goals that we're missing from Diogo Jota. Okay, we're missing, you know, Jota contributing twenty goals in a season is massive, right? The fact that Darwin is on 15 now for the season is acceptable, but they did on Monday night football tonight. They were doing a segment on, um, Haaland 
and one of the the things they showed was the amount of shots that forwards take, and Darwin Nunes is right up there. He's right up there. It takes some of the the most the most shots for a forward in the league. Some of them, uh, but it just shows to me his conversion rate is one of the worst. He takes mm. his shots from bad areas, and it's yeah. um, panic shooting. It's bad decision making. It's taking a shot when a pass is better. It it has to improve, and it, it, otherwise, it's, you you'll obviously you'll give him next season, but it has to improve next season. We have to see a much better return from him next season. Yeah. You know, uh, AP's, AP's asking. Would you agree if there needs to be a plan with Elliot? Don't want him to end up like Jones. Not quite sure he knew I don't end up like Jones. Also, with Jones is he can't stay fit. Because yeah, when he was Jones. fit, he was getting regular games. Elliot's getting plenty of regular games. I think the problem for Elliot has been he's having to do a lot of this work in a struggling side, which I think is harsh on a 19-year-old. I'll be we're hoping Liverpool next year are, are a lot better. And I do think that helps. I also think he'll play less games next year because I actually think, like you said, Kev. I think he's been forced to be overplayed because we've literally got nowhere else. Because the other options we always have are crocked, which never crocked. And the other side of it is you look at the time when they were fitting games in for the World Cup and playing three games a week for the bones of four months straight. Mm. You can't play the same four players and rotate one out all the time. You, it was above all seasons where you needed your squad depth. To stay healthy, this was the season, which and is what the, which is what makes the summer so infuriating. The engine room is where games are won and lost. That's the we went into the season with ten midfielders, and of the ten, you could lay your hat on two of them staying healthy. Mm. You know, unfortunately, the two that you could hang your hat on, Fabinho's foot fell off the the edge of a cliff, and Henderson just doesn't have the legs. That he had when he was 26. Yeah. You know, and that's this is where they were badly let down by everyone else. Some of it, look, Ox's injury in preseason is just one of those things, get a bad one. But the rest of them were either niggly injuries or just volume of games caught up with them. And mm. you know, to a man today, that eleven that started the game and played for the bones of 80 minutes wouldn't fault any of them, you know. If we made a simple mistake, so what? Other than that, he was a monster today. And the fact that it hasn't uh, cost us helps because then it's one of those things where the manager can go, Yeah, great, we've got the win. But there's also like a little caveat then to go, But this is what we need to work on. This is what we need to improve. So yeah. you, you don't get too carried away. Uh, I've also realized housekeeping. Uh, we are sponsored by bookmakers.com. Forgotten it. Forgot to mention that again. I'm going to get in trouble for that. Um, so details are in the description below. There are there are bookmakers that help you find the best bets. I'm sure they'll probably help you with the Grand National. Uh, if you do bet, please bet responsibly. If betting's not your thing, sound, don't, don't worry about it. But you can have a look at the website. Me and Kev use it for a lot of football statistics, especially for our Friday shows. And we they do have a YouTube channel. Gav appears in that uh, once a week. I think I appeared in it last week with him, um, with a Spurs fan, and we talked about the battle for the title, who we thought would win. I think me and the Spurs fan had City winning it. Gav had Arsenal winning it. Uh, I think I had City winning it by four points. They had, they I think had a point difference between them. So it's in, it's interesting. I mean, one of those results is already out the window because 
we all said West Ham would get battered by Arsenal, <laughs> and that didn't happen. So it's yeah. already threw threw up a surprise it's or a, two. It's a mad one. It is. It is a mad one this season. And this is the thing. This is the other thing. The way the season has gone, our away form. It just to me proved that if you prepare properly for away for an away game and your mentality is right, you invariably we have enough quality to to beat almost every side. And the thing is, for 60 minutes against Arsenal at Anfield, we get my hiding. So, and they're the best side, we're the best side in the league, top of the table, and we absolutely tonked them, you know, yeah. did everything bar win. So, Listen, we, we still need we're to, not as far away as we think we are. We still need to recruit. We all know oh, yeah, we need 100%. to recruit well. But I think today also shows, and we've seen a few games, what combination of attitude and confidence because I guarantee you, three games ago, Curtis Jones doesn't play that pass he plays for Jota's goal. He just doesn't. He plays a safe pass to Mo, which isn't the wrong pass, but do you know what I mean? You, you just don't take as many risks when you've got no confidence. Yeah, so exactly. it's what you want to see. But look, look, as Jake said earlier on, the key thing now is we need to back it up with a win at home to Forest. Yeah. Then you go into Spurs, then that makes the Spurs game massive. Just because it gives you something, because it gives you an opportunity to potentially catch Spurs. Yeah, because they've got Newcastle at the weekend. Newcastle is not an easy game for anybody, and Spurs are a bit of a basket case anyway. So you generally don't know which Spurs turns up. The one that beats City or the ones that just throw silly leads away. So a bit like us at times. Yeah, so. and this is the, that's the other frustration. The thing is, look, I don't. I think top four has been gone for a while. Um, the only outside chance you've got now is you win all nine. You get some, you get a lot of luck go your way. It's a yeah. very extreme. It's an extreme. Very- it would be seriously it. extreme, but my hope is that you do the best, you get the best possible results between now and the end of the season. Take that forward. That's all you can do. Win the mm-hmm. games you can win. Control what you can control. Win your points. See where you see where it gets you. If it gets a sixth, I don't care. If we win every game between now and the end of the season, and we get sixth, I'll, I'll take that now because. That's what you want, isn't it? That, and, and that's it. There's nothing else you can do from here on out between now and the end of the season, bar win your games. If you win your games, you just you literally just wipe your nose, dust yourself off, and you go again. But this, think- this is all down to the players, and this is all down to the attitude that, that they have to show up with now from now to the end of the season. The other thing to, re- to remind you all is, uh, don't forget our charity partner, uh, Breast Cancer Awareness. Uh, 12 Dublin ladies are going to do the Dublin Marathon, so we're trying to get them to 20K. So details are in the link below. Look, we know times are tough, so if you can, please give. If you can't, just share it on WhatsApp groups, work work emails. You never know who it will reach. And if you do want to donate prizes or you want someone to sponsor one of the teas for the golf day, uh, just email uh, lcdaytrippers at gmail.com and gav. I can sort that out with you as well. So, you know, if you can, that'd be grand as well. So, Kev, before we go, man the match. I Trent, I, you'd have to give it to Trent. I thought he was exceptional. Um, TV, he did TV. his defensive, he did his defensive work brilliantly. Um, but his contribution and his confidence to get on the ball in that six in a brand new role and distribute it the way he's distributed it tonight. I don't know what his passing stats were like tonight, but I'd imagine it was ridiculous. And most, almost all of his passes are forward and looking to penetrate in behind and looking to make something happen. So, yeah, for me as Trent, I thought there were some 
honorable mentions for sure in Fabinho, in Curtis Jones. Salah got on with Salah. Salah, for sure. I think Salah was very good tonight. Salah, in this system, has the whole of that right side to himself. You know, so he can come as deep as he likes. He can go inside. He can do pretty much whatever he wants because he'll take the left back with him. And it's not like when, you know, he's not isolated for a reason. He's isolated to do something. And, you know, he'll he'll evolve into that. Matt's that, saying, I mean, Matt's saying, if it wasn't, you know, apart from his gaff, you know, Ibu would have been in for a chance. Yeah, Ibu that was, was a mistake he made. Yeah. Passo is saying 136 passes from Trent, 91% passing accuracy. Wow. And let's be honest, they're not crab passes, if you know what I mean. They're not just, you know, the nice, you know, easy passes, you know. They, you know, it's adventurous stuff he's doing as well. So it's really good. Santana said, Jones man the match for me, as I think he set the tone on and off the ball and had a great assist. Jones had a really good game. You know, yeah, it's nice to see. Really good. Yeah. It's what you what you want to see, isn't it, from young players? Yeah. That you know, when they get the opportunity to take it. I still say, and I'll probably die in the cell anyways, if he stays fit, Jones could be like your Nicky, but what he was for United. Which yeah. is he just comes in, does four or five games, disappears, comes back in four or five games, just does the job that you need him to do. It's not sexy, it's not fun, but do you know what? It's a good career you made out of it. And those sort of players are key. You know, yeah. you go back and look at the great United side, you look at that 99 side that everyone talks about. The actual 99 side that everyone raves about only played together three times. Most of those games were played by the likes of Yannicky Butts and, you know, quite unfashionable players, but that's kind of what they do. Yeah. But the key thing is, they stay fit, and that's what Jones has got to find a way of doing is keeping himself fit. Yeah, and that yeah. and that's it with a, with a few of them. There's a few of them in that boat, but yeah, look, yeah, yeah. it was it was a standout away performance. It was it was the near perfect performance away from home, but mm. it's everything now is geared to Forest on Saturday, and it's as important a game as we've had for a while. And the thing is, they can't turn around and look at this performance like they did with United, and like they did with Bournemouth earlier in the season and we previous years against Palace and start sniffing themselves. Aren't we great? Pat on the back for a job well done. And yeah. forget the fact that Forrest are fighting for their lives. And Forrest are unconventional in the way they play as well. So also, we have to be on it massively. It's also another event mission because Forrest did us at their place, like yeah. Leeds did us at Anfield. So yeah. it's again, it's another thing of, well, you don't decide to do a double over you, you know, that's what we don't want. So far, the only side to do a double over, I think, is Brighton. But, yeah, you know, you can't. It's good. another thing you don't. The thing you don't want is giving someone the opportunity to do the double over you. So, you know, I, I fancy us. Okay, okay, so mainly because it's at home. If it was at Forest, I'd be a, despite how atrocious they were against Man United, I still would be like, it's a diff. For us, away is just feel difficult. Yeah. So, but listen, well, hopefully tonight was a step in the direction that we can start to put this to bed. That's where it needs to be. We we need to be putting this to bed and almost closing a door on this season now and moving forward. Yeah. And so rest of the week, um, hit the bell icon. We're definitely going to have a viewers call-in show. Yeah, uh, there's I mean, a winners and losers tomorrow night. There's a phone-in show on Wednesday so you guys can get your transfer stuff and your Jude Bellingham stuff and Ryan Gravenberch and whatever the latest flavour of the month is. You can get your opinions in on that on Wednesday night. Thursday, I think Matt has a viewer's voice. Uh, Friday, we're back with um, Premier me and you League. Yeah, me and you. Premier League forecast. 
on we've Friday got, uh, got Ben Dorf, uh, who's a Forest fan, and we've got a Wolves fan as well, haven't we? Yeah, because Wolves have Leicester this weekend. That's a huge Ooh. clash at, at that end of the table. Huge clash, plus some local derby as well. Kind of want Leicester to win that, don't we? Don't yeah. tell the Wolves fan that. <laughs> just, just because, just because I want, just because I want the dream of Everton going down, which would be quite fun. <laughs> oh man, do you think they'll go? I think they're going to struggle now. Their run of fixtures is really, really off. I think it's between Leicester and Everton for the final spot. I think Southampton at dawn. I sort of feel like Forest are probably done because I just don't see where they're getting the wins from at the moment. And this is not just Liverpool, just in general. They just don't. I think their their run of fixtures is quite difficult. Uh, Leicester and Everton have both got tough runs. I think Everton will rely on the home form, but I think a lot of their home games now are like City and Newcastle. They're not like yeah, I think ga- Leeds, games around around them. I think Leeds might just be all right. Well, Leeds are away to Fulham at the weekend, and I think their next three fixtures, they need to get four points out of their next three fixtures, and they might be okay. They can't go into May. Yeah, May to get something. May is a May, nightmare for them. Isn't it like United and City and Newcastle? They got West Ham is the second last game. West Ham is their second last game. And by then, that could be a real clash. I mean, Everton's last game of the season is away at Bournemouth, isn't it? Oh, sorry, yeah. home to Bournemouth. Home that could to be Bournemouth. A, that could, could be, be mental. That could be a cracker. Uh, so, yeah. we'll have to keep an eye on that because it's all... Oh, all yeah, that's, this games. is going to go to the to the last day, I think. I think it'll go to the last day of the season. Yeah, bottom, the bottom three, definitely. I, yeah, mean, I, think, the top, I think everything the else might be decided by then. Yeah, well, I think I'd think <coughs> in the title room that I thought City might do it probably the game before, mm. but it'd be it'd be close to it. It's not. I can't see it City now. Uh, win never game and Arsenal just fall away. I do think it'll still be pretty tight. Yeah, but I do expect them just to do enough now. Unfortunately. Anyway, thanks for watching. Anyway, please please hit the like. Please hit a like. Please subscribe and keep keep an eye out on social media. We'll let you know what's coming out very soon. But until then, the Reds won the away game. Me and Kevin are happy. We'll see you all. We'll see you all again very, very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.